Well, it's my privilege to be able to uh, come to you today and just spend a little bit of time with you reflecting on, thinking on the true meaning of Christmas. I uh, appreciate you tuning in as usual, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And also would like to just say that uh, in 2020, it's been a little bit of a challenging year, I know, for some more than others. Uh, we think about all of the confusion. We think about how everything seems to have been in a little bit of turmoil this year, economically, uh, in terms of people's health, politically. All kinds of things have happened. It's kind of become a joke whenever anything goes wrong. We say, well, it is, after all, 2020. But when we think about the times when we live, we wonder, have they ever been uh, as bad as they are right now. And the truth of the matter is there have been much, um, many situations, I guess we would say, that have been much worse than uh, 2020. And the time in which Jesus was born was not a pleasant time. It was a hard time. The country had been overrun by the Romans and uh, the taxes were high. In fact, the whole situation of the birth of Christ revolves around a political situation where an emperor in Rome who thought that he was God is going to register the people for the purpose of taxation. And that's why Mary and Joseph, of course, end up in Bethlehem. The uh, whole idea of God becoming man seemed preposterous to a lot of people, and yet that's exactly what the plan was. I remember years ago hearing Paul Harvey, the radio commentator, talking about a, a farmer. The farmer was not a believer. The farmer was an agnostic, a skeptic. And his family, though, uh, they believed and they were getting ready to go to church for a Christmas service. When they asked the father, are you going to go with us? He sneered and said, no, I'm not going to go to anything like that. All they want is your money and it's a bunch of fables anyway. And uh, so the family, his wife and his children, went on to the church. Well, there was a storm that was brewing, and a blizzard was coming in, and the farmer took care of birds there on his property. He fed them throughout the winter, and he loved them. It was kind of a hobby of his. And when he found out that the uh, blizzard was coming in, he knew that the birds would be killed. And he thought, if I could get the birds to go into my barn, they would be safe throughout the storm. Well, as you can imagine, he went out and he tried to get the birds to go into the barn, but they would have nothing of it. And no matter what he tried to do or how he tried to coax them or how he tried to drive them into the barn, they would just fly and fly away and he was frustrated. And about that time he thought, if only I could become a bird, then I could tell them what I want them to do. And about that time the church bells began to ring and it dawned on him that's what God had done. God loved the world and sent his son into the world to warn us to flee from the wrath to come. So in reading this story, think about the tremendous love of God to send his only son to come to earth. Think about the love of the Lord Jesus Christ to be willing to come to earth to die on the cross, to pay for our sins, to reveal the Father to us, to give us the gospel, the good news, 
so that we can miss hell and gain heaven and have the blessedness of knowing Christ as our Lord and Savior, God as our Father, and to be indwelt by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign unto you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, a feeding trough. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things, pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all of the things that they heard and seen as it was told them. You know, uh, that was a life-changing thing for the shepherds. And for anybody that they told, we hope that it was life-changing. Shepherds were not believed during those days. Uh, to be a shepherd was to be, uh, you know, the lowest on the social scale. They weren't even allowed to testify in a court of law. Interesting that God would make known to them all of this and not somebody maybe more credible, we would think. And yet their lives are changed. They, they will never forget this. And there are other people who heard it from them that will never forget this. This is a calendar-changing but even more than that, a life-changing event, the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God in human flesh. But it's interesting that the angels talked about the uh, good tidings, the goodwill toward men, the peace on earth. It's been over 2,000 years and we still have not experienced that the way that it has been expressed. It'll come. One day the Lord will return. One day he'll set up his kingdom. He'll rule and reign on the throne of his father David, but not yet. And we wonder when we think back, as I mentioned at the very beginning about 2020, what does all this mean? And what is the point of all of this? Is the devil winning? Has God been defeated? One of my favorite Christmas carols is by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. 
I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat, a peace on earth, goodwill toward men. We sing that, we say that, we talk about it. It's in nearly every Christmas program. Linus recited those words, didn't he, in the Charlie Brown Christmas uh, story. But yet to experience those things, we wonder where it is. We wonder, is there any plan? Is there any rhyme or reason? What's going on? Well, there was a person who heard the bells that day like the farmer did. This person was a believer, and yet this person had doubts, kind of like we all do from time to time. And uh, he heard the bells, and he wrote it in the poem that I just recited. But there's another side of that that we don't always know. Mr. Longfellow's wife had died earlier. Uh, this is before electricity, and she, uh, her dress was caught on fire by a, a candle. You think about open flames, having those in your home. And uh, Henry Longfellow woke up from a nap to find that his wife was on fire. He tried to extinguish the flames with a rug and then was with his own body, and she died the next day. He's a grieving widower. He also was severely burned, during that flame and his face was so disfigured that he stopped shaving and we have seen pictures of him with a beard. Well, the beard was to cover the scars on his face. This is also during the time of the Civil War and his oldest son enlists in the army and becomes a private in the army later because he excelled in what he did. He became a, a lieutenant. He saw action after um, having a bout with what they called in those days camp fever, but uh, then after he uh, healed and he went into uh, uh, battle and he was shot, being, uh, missed being paralyzed by less than, than an inch, had to come home to recuperate. It was going to be a long six, seven-month recuperation. And it's during the context of the Civil War, a wounded son, and uh, being a grieving widower that Longfellow wrote this song. And he said, uh, remember the verse, and in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. There are several other stanzas of that. You might want to look it up. But the greatest one is when he comes to this conclusion, and this is where I'll leave you. Then pealed the bells more loud and sweet. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill toward men. This is all going to resolve itself one day because God has a plan even in 2020. And I pray that in your heart you can hear the bells. I pray that even more so you can hear the song of the angels and understand God lives, God is in control, and Christmas tells us that a sovereign God loves us, has provided for our redemption, has a plan for us, and one day is going to come back to rule and reign 
and everything will be set on this order, in order. So from Graceway Baptist Church and from the Keenan family, Merry Christmas to you, and we pray that you enjoy the season and that the Lord brings peace to your heart.